Biker Radio Broadcast advises safety at all times. Discusses underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how? Welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast. I am Shandy and I am Sunny and we are ready with our new episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast episode 3. Well, lots of people told us that the show is way too long and we promised to take the blow to the chin straight on. We've tried to work around it and have made some changes. This time we're breaking up the show into smaller parts and hopefully we'll have your attention right through all of them. Well, it's been a maddening week. and then some here in delhi all our plans to travel and interview bikers from around the country went for a toss because of the auto expo 2018 which popped up right in our face as though we didn't know and they announced it in 2016 yeah but then we hadn't we hadn't planned for this one we never thought we'll even get in there i mean thanks to the riders planet guys the dinesh gupta and chandresh marwa and they were very gracious to allow us space in their very elaborate stall at the auto expo और हम उनकी पूछ पकड़ के अंदर घुस गए यस वी बीन ट्राइंग टू फीचर बाइकर्स फ्रॉम आउटसाइड द एनसीआर बबल बिकॉज नाउ वी गॉट लिस्नर्स हु आर ऑल ओवर लिसनिंग टू अस एंड वी बीन लकी दिस टाइम टू हैव किल्ड टू बर्ड्स विद वन स्टोन लिसन टू दिस Hi, I am Joshua John. There is Santosh Kumar who runs MTM. He is a absolute legend who is creating space for other bikers which is so I admire what he does and he should be heard. Tall, dark and handsome, shy, reticent, serious, a naturalist, unconventional and an animal lover. Another rider who uses the motorcycle as a means to an end. the man behind the famed mtm the motorcycle travelers meet please welcome santosh kumar you know your face is familiar kind of familiar yeah i'm trying to figure out must have hung around the malpe beach <laughs> nice place but it's got messed up now so for me the mess is more like uh, my my grandma's my grand grandparents place mm-hmm. is still there okay and and the memories of them are you know summer vacations two right. months right. winter vacations a month right and you know you could sit i mean it's a huge house with this big ass corridor and you're sitting there and it's constant breeze fresh ocean breeze and all of that and uh, so i lived in hyderabad hmm. during my schooling days in chennai in bangalore i think very briefly very young i was also in delhi but i don't remember any of that hmm. so i finished my schooling in bangalore okay where do you go to school uh in bangalore it was balwins balwins okay. boys and uh, i did my pre university there hmm never enjoyed any of that <laughs> so 
so once I, you know, f- my first year of pre university, I decided. Okay, that's it. That's it. Oh, that was it. That's it. So that's yes. it. So uh-huh. I never. I got it. Step step back to school or college ever after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's so. And so what, what? What did you do? Just the day. The I was. I just hung around doing nothing for for a year or two. It's not the best thing that your parents would want to see, like not wanting you yeah. to go to school and, and stuff yeah, like that. Siblings? Siblings? I have a younger brother. He was worse off than me. So, <laughs> so what's his name? His name is Gautam. Gautam, you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like so proud of them because you know they didn't really push me that hard. You know, after a point, it just settled. They kind of came to an agreement that okay, this is how it's going to be. Even though they were unhappy and feeling sad about the whole thing, but then over time they got over it, and you know, there were certain highlights in my, you know, moments in life where they felt proud about the stuff that I've achieved. So in the end, it's it's all hunky dory. The long way home. Hey guys, what's up? This is Varun Dhawan, and I'd like to wish the Biker Radio broadcast all the best. Right on. So what brings you to Delhi? So I help a friend manage this property called Fringe Fort in Wynard. Okay, in Wynard. Yeah. So oh. we were here for the Responsible Tourism Summit. We won the overall and the best wildlife lodge. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. 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 congratulations, man! Congratulations! Yeah. That was a big deal for us, actually. Fantastic. Yeah. So what we do is. We have a 525-acre property in Wynard, and uh, we have five rooms. 500 acres and five rooms. Yeah. Okay. And how and many elephants? Elephants keep walking in and out. Yeah. And uh, of course, the tigers and the leopards and oh, the wild dogs really? and the elephants and the gores. Nice. And uh, we've been seeing the lion-tailed macaques, which is uh-huh. endangered. Uh-huh. Now it's off the endangered list. Yeah. There is the king cobras, right. the nilgiri martins, which are like yeah. really rare to see. Yeah. The flying foxes. I mean, just about everything mm-hmm. is out there. And, uh, and more than that, you know, we have 27 streams, which basically fuels the so. Kabini mm-hmm. River, mm-hmm. Uh, multiple waterfalls. Lovely. We don't do motorized. Uh, activities in At the all? property it has to be walks unplugged yeah totally and the five rooms take care of the conservation effort that we are making there so wow. it's almost non not for profit uh-huh. and awesome. it's taking care of the entire landscape wow. yeah uh-huh. so what is sustainable tourism well there are like plenty of definitions for sustainable tourism when you are doing sustainable tourism you basically have the least or no impact on the place that you're working in. You make it better over time. You are extremely conscious on what you do. I mean, every step you take is with extreme sense of consciousness to protect, preserve and conserve. So that's what I think is sustainable tourism. This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. You're on the long way home with Santosh Kumar on the Biker Radio Broadcast. Uh, let's take a side trip now here when catch up on My Way. As you might know, My Way is a road trip report of a rider from his or her recent journey. So this time, we are delighted to bring to you from the Pantheon of the Gods, Dr. Arun Thareja, who is HOD 
of the ENT department at the Maharaja Agrasen Hospital in New Delhi. And when he's not peering into people's ears or noses or throats, he rides a Honda CB1000. My way. Yeah, hi, this is uh, Dr. Arun Tereja, the founder of the group Gods, group of daily superbikers. We were in uh, Mandawa, a short weekend trip from uh, 9th to 11th February. Uh, today we are on our way back. We are still at the castle Mandawa where we have been staying. 19 superbikes are eased here and we had a awesome time. What a beautiful property this is. Mind-boggling is the word. It's a combination of the heritage plus the contemporary. Brilliant is the word, Castle Mandava. And uh, yesterday we all were there at the uh, walking Haveli trip where we saw lovely Havelis around almost 300 years old. And we went to the sand dunes and uh, did some horsing around, I would say. Uh, did some lovely horse riding also. Uh, right now, we are about to start and unfortunately we had multiple punctures on a versus 650 but now all is good we were carrying all the stuff with us so now we are ready to take off and we'll be now going to Navalgar Navalgar onwards to Seeker Bypass and from Seeker Bypass we'll be taking the Bikaner Road and joining the National Highway 8 the Jaipur Highway so all in all a fabulous kind of a trip and now it's time to roll and this is my way my way for people who might have heard dr arun Thereja for the first time let us give you a short background to him also called dr speed by his loved ones in the motorcycling world dr Thereja has a mini museum of his bikes at home and we've been graciously invited to visit him and have a look at his gleaming machines now, Doc started on a Yamaha RX like a lot of the riders in the 80s, but he's grown and how? He's a mentor, a friend to every biker in Delhi and beyond. And we're looking forward to doing the long way home featuring him. We're coming to get you, Doc. So we got him to record pieces of his voice on the recorder on his phone every time he got the opportunity on the ride back. And we guess he had a really good time jogging around. So there is more of Dr. Thereja yet. In the other three parts of today's show, don't miss them. Do not miss them. Sanjay. So time now to get back on the long way home with Santosh Kumar. And uh, one of the things that happened when we were doing the research for Biker Radio Broadcast is that, you know, we saw a lot of groups, a lot of them had selfies and uh, pictures of rides and their motorcycles and the, and the good time they were having. And some of them just did not have any pictures at all. But there was a lot of material coming out of that and a lot of it was serious and cerebral. There was this one called MTM and I kept on wondering what it was. This is what Santosh is. Tell us about MTM. Well, MTM is Motorcycle Travelers Meet. It's about, we are six years old now. So I used to organize something called Travelers Meets. In Bangalore? In Bangalore. Okay. And we used to do it like once a month. It was generic. Travelers who were into wildlife. We had travelers who were just backpacking, hiking. All kinds of travelers, we used to get them to share stories and bring them all together. So that used to happen like every third Thursday of the month in, in Bangalore. So we used to get people together. There used to be like 100, 150 people would come together and we used to have these one or two talks or a film or, you know, that kind of stuff. Couple of hours? Yeah, evening hang two hours. Two six, hours. six to eight o'clock. Wow. And then people hang out and do whatever. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Um... 
no alcohol, whatever, you know, it, it's a cafe. So, right, right, okay. hang out, chat, right. understand, probably plan trips together or okay. exchange information about various things and, uh-huh. and all of that. Uh-huh. So, I did that for a year and figured that I'd not organized a motorcycle oriented travelers meet. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. there was that subject was not covered at all. And, and the 12th one, we were like, okay, let's do something about motorcycles. And, and and as I was planning it, I realized that two hours was not enough. And therefore, it became a two-day event, <laughs> which we planned in a campsite outside Bangalore, 60 kilometers outside Bangalore. We had close to about six speakers for the event. Okay. We had about 100 people who came together. Wow. And there was two days of, you know, these guys who rode in, camped out, and we had these sessions of stories from various people uh-huh. and so that was the beginning of it and and I stopped organizing the monthly meets because I was too tired doing it like every month and and then travelers meet became motorcycle travelers meet mm-hmm. so once a year we we do it so is this a complete shindig full on full on full on what happens mm-hmm. is the party on the minute you get there <laughs> So it's, it's not really a word of party. In, in a way, it's a party. You so know, typically party. what we do is we invite people to share their stories. So we identify and find people who've done this extraordinary journeys in India, outside India, whatever. And the focus for us is to find those Indian folks who have done things, you know, which was probably, you know, we, we never heard of or thought would be possible ever. Mm-hmm. So we, we handpick certain people like that mm-hmm. and, and get them, give them 45 minutes and a stage and get them to share their stories. We also figure out if there is anybody who's doing around the world tour who is probably crossing around and passing through India. Bring them so in. if it matches, we invite them in. Mm-hmm. So, so those are those talks and sessions that happens. We also organize little workshops. Uh-huh. You know, so so what we've done so far is a ride skill workshop, a first aid workshop, mm-hmm. uh, a GoPro documentation workshop, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So we plug in a few workshops so right. people have you know, some skill-based stuff and right. and talks and, and we generally hang out. So that's pretty much what we do at, at NTM. But all these journeys are documented on video, goes mm-hmm. up into our YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Right. Right. And, and that's where all this... You know, the inspiring stuff happens okay. and people get to watch it. And right. The Long Way Home But you're a biker. I am, yes. And how long have you been riding? Well, I started riding motorcycles when I was, when I finished my school uh, after my 10th standard. And it's actually a very funny story on how I got onto a motorcycle because, Jealous. you know, so my mom had a little kinetic Honda those days, uh-huh. yeah, many years ago. And my dad bought it for her, but she didn't know how to ride. She was learning how to ride and stuff like that. I did my first year of college, so I took you to college once in a while. And then I wanted to ride a motorcycle. Now, I didn't want to be riding a little scootret, right? So, okay. <laughs> you know what's coming up there. <laughs> how tall were you then? <laughs> I don't think so. I've grown any taller from then. So, so I've been oh. six feet. Uh-huh. Six feet on a kinetic model. Impressive. And really, you know, thin and thin like he. So, uh-huh. so I went to the used used automobile market in Bangalore and I saw this beautiful ESD Road King. Mm-hmm. Ooh, really stunning bike. And uh, I went into the shop 
and I was like, how much is this bike? And I think it was some 16,000 or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell? How do I manage this now? And I was like, hey, can we do an exchange of the Kennedy Honda with this? So it was pretty much a year old, 10 month old Kennedy Honda. And they were like, okay, that will be about 21,000, 22,000. So you can exchange and we'll pay you the remaining money. I said, great. <laughs> so, so I actually left the scooter there and got this motorcycle. And I didn't really know how to ride a motorcycle, okay? Still. And uh, I was like 16, 17, whatever. And I come home and I'm like, hey, mom, you know, this is what I've done. So you're not riding the scooter any which way. So I, I just exchanged it for this motorcycle. And unfortunately, I've signed up. So here is the remaining money. And, and my father, in the first floor of the house, comes out and sees what I have picked up. And he sees this motorcycle, uh, ASZ Road King. I mean, those days, it's a big motorcycle for them, yeah. right? And he's like, oh, 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 oh he's howling. You know, what the hell have you bought? How the hell will you ride? And shit like that. So, so yeah, so that was the start of it. I've been trying my level best not to react. <laughs> I was, what were you thinking? Weren't you thinking, Amma means to ride? She's not going to ride the road king. Well, she, so then what happened? So you know what? Now that I think of it, Amma didn't ride it. <laughs> obviously, obviously not. This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. The long way home. But now, now that I think of it, you know, that motorcycle actually changed a lot, a lot of things in my life. You know, very unconsciously, I would say, because two days later, after buying this motorcycle, which was in super condition, just had one tire which needed to be changed. Which, which I changed with that exchange money that I got. And two days later, I just took off to Uti from Bangalore. Mm. And this was like, uh, you know, the college, we're going for a some day trip. And and they, my, my folks didn't know that I was, you know, riding the motorcycle to Uti. So, and it's funny because this bike is really loud, right? You you heard ASD, you know, without those mufflers in place. Yeah. You know, it makes it like, dun, 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 yeah, and it's really, really loud. Yeah. So where I live is kind of, so you exit out of my house. Either ways you, you exit, it climbs up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now for me to go to college, I need to take the right turn out of my gate, which is a climb up there. <laughs> now I'm out of, my house at four o'clock and I planned this trip with my friend who lives in the parallel street okay who's behind me now I can't go riding to my friend's place because my father will be thinking what the hell is this fellow doing he's supposed to go this way why is he going this way and I still don't know how to ride huh? hmm. just about just two days after yeah two days after immediately like day after tomorrow times so I pull out the motorcycle somehow start it and release the clutch and go up this road Go up that road, shut off the motorcycle and come rolling down the parallel street. Come here and wake up my friend, knocking his window. And, and, and then, you know, and then we can't ride again because <laughs> then we pushed his motorcycle to the other end on top. 
park it and then it rolls down a little more so we are like a kilometer away from the house and then we go <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first motorcycle ride that i did and in the process learned how to ride wow and uh, all the way to Uti. all the way to Uti. What and right and we had to come back in the night in the evening that's the plan right which year was we did Which 90, year is this? 92, 93? 92, 93, no helmets, right? But but we did wear a helmet. You did wear a helmet, yeah, of course. Why did you wear a helmet? It's safe, yeah, and it's fashionable. Of okay. course, you need to wear a helmet. So it's also fashionable. Of course, it is fashionable to wear a helmet. Really? Yeah, yeah. The long way home. You had a ESD, right? Yes. You also had a road key. No, it was the later version. Which uh, was that? It was uh, you know with the new tank, the the late. Yeah, the, the yeah. fat lady. The yeah, the monarch so, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah How much did you sell it for finally? Which year? Two thousand rupees. And which year? So it it was bought for about sixteen thousand something. Uh, But that was new, right? It was new. Bought it in nineteen eighty eight. Hmm. Eighty seven, sorry. Okay. And sold it in ninety four. Ninety four. You and you? I got it more exactly in ninety. actually Would it be nice? I, I remember it? the number, but uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. it, the the one is CKR nine not seven. That was my first one, and I had another Road King after, which was CNV six one two. Wow! And and I bought that bike uh, from from uh, Ankola Carwar. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it was in in two gunny sacks. Uh-huh. I bought that bike. Uh-huh. Why? From so I have this mom's cousin who bought this bike <laughs> from the showroom. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> so, so, so after I sold my CKR nine not seven, I was like, okay, I need to buy another Road King because nothing, you know, it was it was a great bike, and there's nothing better than that. Then, <laughs> so I call. I mean, I just. Chatting with mom and talking to my uncles and like, hey, you know what? That uncle has bought this bike. He just rode it for five hundred kilometers. For some reason, he stripped it, put it in a gunny sack, and kept it in the attic. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll come and take it. I went, paid him five thousand rupees and got it. <laughs> <laughs> But why did he stick it in a gunny sack? I don't know. Was, a, there know, was no, nothing else, I guess. We were like crazy, yeah. I mean, we've done crazy things, crazier things also. So I got it back, and that was a. Sweet bike, you know. You've got some interesting people in the family. <laughs> Hi guys, I am Divya Menocha. The year was 1988. I bought my first Yamaha RX100. उस समय ना कोई groups होते थे, ना कोई उस समय तो बस अकेले किसी भी दोस्त को पीछे बिठाया, मसूरी, शिमला चले गए. Now I'm really feeling very happy कि इस तरह का biker radio broadcast आपने launch किया. I'm really happy. This is the biker radio broadcast. My way. Hi guys, this is Dr. Arun again from God's Group on the Biker Radio broadcast. A short, quick fuel stop. 
at uh, Navalgarh and now we are off. Let's see, let's see what happens on the highway. Tala, bye. We deliberately took a longer route because it was much cleaner. So rather than going into Shahpura, we stuck to the main highway and then we touched Jaipur bypass. And then we zoomed like maniacs, obviously safe maniacs. And now we have taken a break for tea and sandwiches at the Highway King. Weather is fantastic, slightly cloudy, slightly sunny, but perfect for our kind of superbike riding. And we should be home in the next, I guess, two, two and a half hours. So that would be excellent timing. So see you soon, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. And this is my way. My way. I'm Deepa Malik. Hi, I'm Pallavi Fawzar. Hi guys, this is Melvin aka Young Kid Customs. Hi, I am Joshua John. Hi, I'm Mohit Ahuja and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. You guys are doing a kick-ass job. Hi, I'm Shivi and you're listening to me on the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, I'm Shandy and you're listening to The Long Way Home. The one is CKR907 and I had another Road King after which was CNV612. This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. But you know, incidentally, these are the only two bikes numbers that I remember. Mm-hmm. How and many have been there? There are many, many that I changed hands. Mm. These are two motorcycle numbers that I Look, remember. You started with the Kinetic, it cost 20-something thousand rupees. Right? Yeah. You buy something that's 16,000 rupees. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to sell for more than 16. Right? You know, so... See, so you're, gonna you're, be a, you're going down here. You know, this is going to be a long one here, okay? Because, <laughs> because then my friend, friend's friend, is riding this ESD350 twin. Okay. And that guy, he wanted a, a Road King. Okay. And for me, it's like, I'm upgrading to a 350. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's exchange. Huh. So I exchanged it. Huh. Did I pull up passable? No, nothing. So I exchanged it, okay? I thought a 350, great bike, and I exchanged it. It's a nice bike. Mm. But I was very unhappy after riding a road king. Then mm. I said, Henry, this is not working out. So he's like, go fly kites, he told me. Mm. I said, damn you, yaar. <laughs> so I lost that bike. <laughs> then, then I sold this ESC 350 that I had. And that is when I moved on to the RD 350s. Wow, that's a climb. So, yeah. So once I bought that bike, mm. I didn't change for a very long time because... Uh-huh. You know, it's it's a sweet machine. You were Freddie Mercury. <laughs> the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. The Long Way Home. We did our first show with Joshua John. And uh, we asked him who he'd like to have on the next show. And he took two names. One was Bobby Singh and the other was you. There is Santosh Kumar who runs MTM. He is an absolute legend who is creating space for other bikers, which is... So I admire what he does and he should be heard. He was very clear in saying that, you know, I'd love to hear him talk. You seem to like to bring people together. Why is it that not a lot of people know what Santosh is all about? (laughs) See, you know what? I've been pretty much being backstage... I mean, when you're organizing an event like this, you're you're probably sitting in one little control room and trying to figure out that everything is going fine and you know the food is served on time. Make sure that the camera is rolling, the sound is checked, and you know stuff like that. You spend like a good six months 
of prep before the event. Right. And for me, when I walk into that gate of that venue, my job is done primarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So from there on, whatever we've planned and you know, it, it has to just roll. Okay. I have no control over it after that. Right. True. You put the schedule, structure, yeah. you brought the people together and the whole machinery is in work. So all I can do is just sit and have a coffee and just look at it and smile. You know, that's that's all. You know, that's all. That's all I get to. You want a name for it also? What's that? Santosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very shy. Hate to be on stage. You know, I'm. I'm. My my team kind of really forces me, cheats me, and you know, pulls me up stage in the end of the event. So I don't really enjoy being up there and talking and saying things and. This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. The Long Way Home. So what do you ride? I have a little bike for my city, which is a Charisma Hero. Right. So that's a commuter bike? Kind of. Mm. Because I don't enjoy driving cars. Okay. And I have a, a BMW mm. F650. Okay. The Dakar version of it, which, which I really like. Mm-hmm. I have a, a Suzuki DR350, okay. which is an older Enduro mm-hmm. motorcycle, yeah. So these are the three bikes. Which one is your favorite? There's nothing called a favorite. Come on. There's nothing called a favorite. Obviously, there's nothing called a favorite. So how do you choose what are you going to ride today? You know, I believe something, yeah. I mean, there is specific purpose, specific use for a motorcycle. Absolutely. You know, when I'm riding in the city, I want a nice chilled out bike so I can right. just putter around town and right. you know, not end up in traffic and things like that. Yeah. I would probably ride a BMW when I want, when I want an open highway, I want to move faster and do a little dirt riding and stuff like that. Mm. The DR350 is a really light ass machine, which, which is great fun off-road mm-hmm. so you know like I kind of use it for that so there's nothing called a favorite there's a favorite place favorite kind of place yeah kids no no I have seven of them but and their names are their names are Zena, Snoopy, Maya, Calvin, Sasha, Nobu, Subu so any favorite uh, ride that you're looking forward to I definitely in the near future, we'll, we'll find myself in Myanmar for sure. Mm-hmm. And and I definitely want to go to Mongolia because I've been wanting to go there. And also because it's it's Uber's most favorite country. Oh, yes. Because, you know, that's the honor I would want to, you know, whatever. But if you so, had an opportunity to ride with anyone, who would you like to ride with? I mean, honestly, if I could ride it with Uber, who's no more... You know, I, w- I truly would have loved to ride it with him. Tell us about you, man. So here is this guy who we lost like last month. French guy who lived in the U.S. for a very long time. He's done all kinds of jobs in the U.S. And in, and it got to a point where he was having a conversation with uh, a friend of his. And they were discussing about life in general. And they did a math about what if I travel for the next 10 years? How much money would I need? And they made the math on, on a little piece of paper napkin. And figured that that is the kind of money one yep. needs for 10 years. Yep. And then he he just liquidated himself the next day. Okay. And set off on the road. And with this thing saying, I have money for 10 years to ride. And when I finish this ride, I'll go back and figure out what I want to do in my life. I might just be a janitor or whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. this 10 years, 
on the spend road. the money that I made in my life. Mm-hmm. No. And that's exactly what he did. I'll still die poor, but be happy. Absolutely. So how many years was he into his ride? Eleven years. Eleven. Well, so he went past years. the ten. Yeah. And he he wanted to ride till he. And he did. He did. And he passed away in Indonesia. You know, we I I really miss him. I mean, a lot of us miss him, and a big inspiration. Yeah. Huge inspiration. I mean, not just for motorcycle travel or whatever, but generally in life. Yeah. He's a great inspiration for somebody to you know actually look look at what he did. Yeah. And learn what one can do for himself. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. A special guy. The long way home. Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. I am Shandy, and you're listening to the Long Way Home. What is? I don't trash my travel. So many people are traveling all over the place. Yeah, you can see the amount of impact yeah. that's happening everywhere. Not just pollution or trash or whatever. What we are trying to do with I don't trash my travel is one is to be mindful and be low on impact. Mm-hmm. Two is. to also be very mindful and considerate in the way you travel you know in terms of when it comes to local cultures when it comes to where you eat your food when it comes to where you stay how you stay how you interact you know the whole ecosystem, ecosystem of travel to start with carry your own trash bag right so me if you are a smoker you throw your cigarette butt in and you're not just flipping it away avoid buying bottled water carry your own bottle or a hydration pack and fill it where there is probably some filtered water available if you are going to a sensitive place or a beautiful destination try and hand pick a place which is run by a local so that you mm-hmm. put your money directly into their hands When you walk in you make sure that you don't have so many lights on all the time switch off the fan when you don't need it don't keep all the gadgets on and whatever try and reduce the amount of water for your washing and whatever mm-hmm. be more respectful towards the family who's hosting you mm-hmm. and eat with them so that you don't have to go to a hotel which is you know a little more mm-hmm. probably not so conscious about how they run their business mm-hmm. How do you sign up for it? There's nothing called sign up. Okay, so how does it work? It's it's it is I don't trash my travel. Right. So when you say I don't yeah. trash my travel, you follow it. Right. We have a little sticker. Right. And and the idea of the sticker is that when somebody sees I don't trash my travel, yeah. He's going to ask you what do you that's mean by you don't trash my travel? Yeah. And that's the beginning of a conversation that Absolutely. we want a few people to have. It is a trigger, that's yeah. all. We Engagement. want you to take it to wherever you want. you know and and i find great pleasure in this now because people are making their own stickers and sticking it yeah i mean i don't have to send them stickers you know, even though i wear a 5 meter turban i cannot wrap my head around this thing arman santosh is brilliant and he just wants to get people together and talk to each other and he'll just watch everybody from the backstage yeah this is what you like to do right <laughs> huh? i mean you you derive some kind of pleasure in doing that it's great fun yeah i know yeah i know, I know it's great fun right yeah, I, i can absolutely so do you do you ride often now you still riding i do i mean how old are you i'm 42 now 42 okay not old enough <laughs> 42 years old <laughs> you're not a spring chicken but yeah, well, you're not yeah okay so you got a lot of road ahead of you yeah mm 
This is the Biker Radio Broadcast. Another person who had a lot of road ahead was Dr. Arun Dhareja, who was on a road trip and he was reporting to us on my way. The group of Delhi Superbikers went out to Mandawa for a weekend, 19 bikes, and they were on their way back. And this is Dr. Arun Dhareja on my way. My way. Hi guys, this is Dr. Arun again from God's Group on the Biker Radio broadcast. Breaky over, our tummies are obviously full. Now we have made sure the bike's tummies are also full, so on our way now. And the Manasatol is just 150 kilometers away, so we'll be catching you there. Take care, bye-bye. We started off from the NH8 Jaipur Bypass and after the lunch break, now we have hit the Manasatol. I think a record ride or sorts, almost 380 kilometers done under 5 hours with 1 hour of uh, lunch break. Fabulous, I guess. So that was the end of uh, another gorgeous trip. Signing off, Dr. Arun Tareja from Group of Daily Superbikers. Love you all. Bye-bye. And this is my way. My way. Hi, I'm Shanavaz Karim from wheelsguru.com. You're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. For me, one of the best things about South India has got to be MTR. I mean, mmm. But of late, the other thing I've discovered from South India is MTM. And today, we're sitting together in conversation on the long way home on the Biker Radio broadcast with Santosh Kumar, the founder of MTM. It's bound to be delectable. You're listening to the Biker Radio broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. The long way home. We're just trying to explore where this culture really hangs out, you know, the motorcycling culture. And we found out that probably more than Delhi, Bangalore is roaring as far as the motorcycling circuit is concerned. Yeah, is I mean, that, 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 there is a good culture of motorcycling and travel in Bangalore. Not just in Bangalore, I would say, you know, even Chennai, Coimbatore, hmm. Bangalore, Mysore, Mangalore. Hmm. I mean, the most, lot of South. Yeah. There, there is there is a big push in uh, the recycling that's happened in the last 5-10 years. So what do you do with your rides? I mean, what are the kind of rides they guys do? I've heard of things like the K1000. The K1000 rally. K1000 is a rally. Coffee 500. There, I mean, there are cars and motorcycles both participating. Okay. Yeah, but I've never raced. So I've, you're a real tourer. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoy traveling. I mean, we've done the regular Ladakh circuits, yeah. you know, stuff around South India. What's around South India? Tons of it. I'm sure. Tell us. Yeah. I mean, the en- entire Western Ghat range. Right. Right down from Mumbai all the way down to the Kanyakumari thing. Yeah? Right. Mm-hmm. The oldest uh, mountain range in the world. I mean, what yeah. else do you want? Yeah. Uh, stunning food, great culture, awesome. lovely tropical places, great roads. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fantastic. The Any favorites from there? The whole thing is my favorite. Yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. I mean, for me, uh, also because after not going to school and college, and I ended up doing a lot of outdoor-oriented work, volunteering, this, that, all that kind of mm. stuff. So 
at a point i ended up building solar fences for wildlife control and things like that right. which basically you know for me i ended up being in this really beautiful wildlife places across south of india mm-hmm. building solar power fences for private properties and for government forest department whatever so, so i i got exposed to some really stunning places yeah you fell in love with them yeah i mean i mean i don't think so anybody can not fall in love <laughs> with with something as beautiful as the western ghats mm-hmm. so the western ghats definitely up on your charts i love them i i mean it's right in my backyard the west coast of india is is really truly beautiful yeah yeah it's stunning this is the biker radio podcast the long way home so what's cooking what's cooking see there's one thing that is really helped me live the way i'm living is that i had a, a very simple dream and the dream was to buy myself a small piece of land in mm-hmm. bandipur because i fell in love with that place <laughs> mm-hmm took me many years to buy it i bought the piece of land and i built that little home there mm-hmm. that changed my life because for me that's the biggest dream i've had in my life mm-hmm. and and i achieved it at a considerably younger age and for me from there on i didn't have to prove anything i didn't have a dream to fulfill santosha yeah so it was an anchor it is an anchor in my life because everything else that i did mm-hmm. I knew that that's my home there and that's where I'm going to live and die. Mm-hmm. And and I don't need anything else. I don't need to make my millions or my thousands or my lakhs, you know. I, I know I have a home which nobody can take away from me. I can grow my own little things. I can live very frugally. <laughs> and that's it. So Spartan. that changed my entire definition of how I started living my life and how I pursued things from there on. You know, we all walk away from the ride after it's done. How has motorcycling shaped you as a person? Well, it has considerably, you know, because um, I love travel. I enjoy travel. I used to run a tour company and stuff like that. And the most favorite form of travel was to travel on a motorcycle for me. Yeah, it's great fun to be able to sit on two wheels and go to a beautiful place, a great destination. You know, go up to the hill to see the river down there, or you know, this is a great moment. You know, and it's good fun for you to just go ride, put the stand off, take off your helmet. <laughs> you know, these are just great moments. You know, to just go and have a smoke out there or yeah. whatever. You know, so for me, that's all it is. Breathe in. You know, Santosh, bye. Thanks a lot. Awesome. It was great. I hope you had a nice time. Yeah, yeah, it was good fun. Please listen to the show. Absolutely. This time at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot. Sir. Thank you so much. This is the Biker Radio podcast.